I'm very glad to be with you for Central Moments again today. Thank you for the many of you who just daily uh, join in and welcome if this is your first time. We are in the book of Ecclesiastes and one of the questions that the writer uh, keeps putting in front of us as we go through the book is this question um, of death. In fact, how does death fit into your plan for living? I think it's actually good for us to go to a funeral once in a while. I feel like when I'm in a funeral, I'm looking at life through a rearview mirror. Suddenly, in light of death, uh, all the things that seem so important the, the previous few days aren't as important as, as the things that should be important to me, given death and eternity. So this is where, periodically throughout the book, uh, Ecclesi- uh, the, the teacher of Ecclesiastes will go. Like verse 15 of Ecclesiastes 2, if we go back to chapter 2 here. Then I said to myself, the fate of the fool will overtake me also. What then do I gain by being wise? I said to myself, this too is meaningless. Well, what's the fate of the fool? Die. He's going to die. So what am I spending all this time trying to be a wise person for? Because I'm going to die too. Death is the great leveler in Ecclesiastes. The next verse, for the wise, like the fool, will not long be remembered. That's pretty humbling. The days have already come when both have been forgotten. Like the fool, the wise too must die. You know, probably your great-great-grandchildren will have no clue who you are someday. I mean, they'll no longer be remembered, he says. Um, And the days will come when you will be forgotten. And like the fool, the wise too must die. So you're going to be forgotten whether you're foolish or wise. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 15. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb. And as everyone comes, so they will depart. Naked I came into the world, and with nothing I'll go out of the world when I die. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. In other words, hosts, or hearsts, don't tow U-Haul trucks. <laughs> we can't take anything to the other side with us. And so nothing from all my toil, all my work, all my life, I won't be able to take anything with me. I came in with nothing, naked, and I'm going out with nothing. This, too, is a grievous evil. I mean, he's saying, you know, this could be really depressing. As everyone comes, so they depart. And what do they gain since they toil for something that lasts forever? No, they toil for the wind. And the word meaningless means grasping the wind. You grasp it, but there's nothing there. So death is this great equalizer, rich and poor, wise and foolish, they'll die in the end and they take nothing with them. But it's the resurrection of Jesus Christ that changes everything. This is the great hope for us. The longest, uh, the, the longest and most thorough chapter on the resurrection of Jesus is in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians 15. And he talks about how that because Christ rose from the dead, we too, if we're in him, if our sins have been forgiven, if we've, if we've come by faith under what Jesus did for us at the cross when he died in our place, he comes and transforms us. He forgives our sin. He puts his resurrection spirit in our lives. Because Jesus rose from the dead, first of all, he puts his resurrection spirit. And Jesus said, if you come to me, it'll be like you're born again inside. But then the day's coming, uh, 1 Corinthians 15 tells us when, when, when uh, Jesus is going to come again. 
and our bodies are going to be resurrected. And so we will ever be with the Lord. Our bodies are going to be resurrected. The resurrection is powerful. It's potent. It makes all the difference. Paul says our faith is in vain if, if uh, Jesus didn't rise from the dead. But then it's interesting how he ends that entire long chapter, 58 verses. Here's verse 58, the last one. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. The writer of Ecclesiastes said, apart from God, uh, everything we work for in this life, is, is we can't take any of it with us. But because of the resurrection of Jesus, the serving we do, the loving we do, the praying we do, the, the following the Lord and caring that we do, the, the task of taking the gospel to the nations that we do, it is not in vain. It's going to outlast this life. Our living can have significance that outlasts this life, for we were made for eternity. So thank you, Lord, for the resurrection. Thank you for the difference it makes. Help us to know you. Help us to walk in your resurrection life. And thank you that we can do things that have eternal significance when you are in the picture. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.